Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and okay. Rebecca Prince. Oh, <laughs> I took your words. <laughs> I, I know in the last episode we talked about being one, but you're not really one. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes things happen. Um, so, so this is my wife, Rebecca Prince. Hi. <laughs> Um, you know, this is our third season of podcast, and sometimes it's hard for me to remember our intro. We've only said it like 30 or 40 times. times, 40 times. Actually, we've said it a whole lot more than that, but that's how many times we've uh, produced an episode that right. says it. And so, oh golly. And we say it fresh every time. You we would do. think you would just have it like. Canned now. Like record it one time and use it as the intro every time. Right. Once we get it. But this proves that we can say it live every time. <laughs> it does. Well, I I threw you off a few weeks ago by reversing the order and making you, you go first. And so, so. Um, that's okay. It keeps keep, it fun. Keep me on my toes. Right. Yep. Yep. You just have to respond. Right. <laughs> Molly. Well, um, so we're excited to talk to you today about planning. And we initially was going to talk to you about quarterly planning, <laughs> and that's right? kind of what this is about. We we talked about doing this episode at the end of June. Right. Which uh, was when we did our last quarterly planning session. Right. And and we were all excited. We were like, oh, it's great. But then we, we kind of, I think we forgot that we were doing every other week and not every week. Yeah. And we had origin and we felt weird interrupting the origin series and not doing them back to back. And so <laughs> yeah. now we're mid-August, which is mid-quarter, which, which seems like, why are we talking about? Well, and this is not even going to air until late August. So yeah. we're going to be a month away from the new quarterly planning. <laughs> and and we're, we're talking... We, we thought, well, let's not talk about third quarter planning. Or fourth like, quarter planning, really. It's just really about planning in general. We're just going to talk about planning. Yeah, yeah. And how um, how valuable it has been. It really, really uh, has been extremely valuable for us. As many of you know, I quit my job in February. And we did that so we could work full time, <laughs> air quotes, full time yeah, yeah. on art. And... Um, or at least you could, because I still have a full-time job. Yes. But and <laughs> look it more towards art, at least. Has been. I mean, we have focused more on art and our art business. Definitely. Um, and luckily, we are part, we have a business coach that helps us. We talk with her a couple times every week um, and helps us stay on track. And planning has been such a key thing yeah. um, for us this year. And I guarantee you, we would not have done it without um, some accountability. Yeah, without that accountability and without that coaching. Well, so just let's talk specifically about the coaching that we are not the coaching. Well, I mean, it was, but the the planning that we did at the end of June, really, it was third quarter planning. But because of Laura um, and our coaching group, she helped us realize, as makers especially, the importance of using that third quarter plan and looking out the entire rest of the year, because so many of our sales will come around the holidays, whether that be holiday markets or special releases we do, things like that. So so we have to look at the rest of the year. Right. Come late June as makers. Yeah. And that is going to inform our third quarter planning as well, because 
you can't wait until a November market to start planning, um, you know, and, and producing for that market in November right. and December. Well, and we've even learned that um, some things we're still already behind on. We are. Like we should have, <laughs> we should have started planning certain things in January yeah, for this yeah. coming market, but um, we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. Um, this we're our, learning. We're growing. Yeah. This is our first year. Um, and some things may not get done and some things may be less successful uh, than we would like, but we're going to try it. We're going to, we're just, yeah. we've got a plan in place and we're going to try it. Um, and we have discovered that because your studio's in the garage, yeah. um, that summer is a horrible time for <laughs> making pottery, which we, we suspected him, but um, we didn't make a plan for it. Right, right. And so that's why I'm saying like we're behind on a few things just because yeah. July and August and even June for that matter was um, just, it's not been feasible to be right. in the garage. Even though you have a small air conditioner for your actual studio space, there's right. so much that has to be done outside of that space. Right. Actually in the garage part of the studio, which um, is not air conditioned. And it, you know, that small air conditioner will keep the studio and garage around 80 to 85 if we leave it open and have fans going, which is quite a bit different than outside. It is, but it's, it's, it's also very to expensive to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I'm kind of budget. <laughs> She's very budget conscious. conscious. Don't let her say kind and, of. And so I don't. I not don't, that I'm not. I, I get it. I yeah, get it. I, I have a really hard time just leaving it on all the time right? Um, right. when nothing's being done out there. Well, and I think that will inform next summer. Like we can go in planning that because if I keep the studio closed, like my hundred square foot actual clay studio where my will and everything is yeah. and the clay is stored, um, I think we can plan on to just produce mugs or just produce vessels and bowls and things like that that only have to be done in the studio. And then we can move them to the garage to dry right. once they're completely trimmed and ready. We don't have to fire them. We don't have to glaze them. But if I spend two or three months producing in the actual clay studio, uh, then that will really help um, production um, in going into the fall. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one thing we didn't realize is because when I keep the studio closed, especially if I go out there for just two to three hours in the morning, um, it cools down relatively quickly. When I turn the AC on at five o'clock by yeah. six thirty, it's cooled down pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And then I can work for several hours and it still remain in the seventies yeah. in the studio. And so uh, I think there's, there's definitely things we're going to do differently next year that help us prepare for the fall and winter kind of quarters. Right. So, but we, we until we went through this one with the intention of planning, right. Right. Um, we, we wouldn't be thinking in, in those terms. We wouldn't. So we wouldn't, um, but we're excited. We've got some, even though we haven't produced much, um, we have spent the last two months um, discussing new products we can offer. Yes. Um, and planning what that might look like and preparing for places to sell those products. Yeah. Um, contacting people. Awareness has been uh, a key word. Yes. Even though um, we're still working on what that looks like. Yeah, we're still a very small business. We don't have a ton of uh, clientele as far as specific clientele that we sell to and market to. Yeah, regular, 
You know, which uh, I mean, we're just now really celebrating one year as a as a real company. Yeah, and although we've been doing it a lot longer than that. Well, we incorporate. It's not even incorporated. LLC. But yeah, we became a company around this time last year, but we didn't. We weren't really acting like a company yet. No, <laughs> um, even then. So it's yeah. it's less than a year. Yeah. that we've been um, a company, so right. to speak. Yeah, but we we do see the value in a proper plan now. We do for sure. We do. Um, and we wanted to uh, kind of just encourage people if you have a if you have a goal um, yeah. in life that say you you want to be creative in some way, um, make a plan. Yeah. Don't just think you can work on it a little bit at a time and get to where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, set a calendar, you know, put put some things, some steps out on a calendar. Yeah, have some deadlines. Yeah, once you have your deadline, then you can work backwards and say, okay, well, that means I've got to start working on this work here and here and here and have it finished by this time in order to go on and produce these works. And I think even with our, like, just knowing the shows that we want to be a part of, right? The art markets and craft right. fairs and things like that. So we've got um, a show November 12th. We're going to have one that's a Saturday, another one November 26th. I'm going to be gone to the Hope Rider Conference the first weekend in November. So we have a ton of things and you've got Thanksgiving in there. Right. So we've got a ton of things happening in November. Well, we can't start waiting till, we can't wait till October to start producing things. Right. Uh, we're also pursuing a sponsorship opportunity that would be the first part of November that we would have to make some products for. And so knowing what those things are, um, those dates are. Right. And then so we have two specifically just looking at the art markets alone, not even counting anything else. And kind of putting some numbers down like, okay, I want to have 40 new mugs for each craft fair, each art market. Um, or even more than that, 50, whatever. When, I'm, when am I going to make those? And how many do I need to produce every week up to a certain point in order to get those fired the first time, bisque fired? then glazed and then fired again. Right. And you can't, you can't do that process in four days. No, you can't. And so, um, building in a time for, for bisque firing and then glazing and glaze firing and then cleaning and packing, um, you know, all of that stuff takes time and we would be working 20 hours a day for the final three weeks, getting ready for a show. And I have done that before. <laughs> we don't want to do that. We again. don't want to keep doing that. And that's why it's so important to plan properly and right. to know what you're, what you're shooting for, knowing how many of the different things you want to take to shows in our case. Um, but this is also true in writing. You know, it could be true in no matter what your form of art and your painting, right? Knowing yeah. that you have deadlines for shows coming up and you want to, to, um, you know, enter these three or four different paintings. Well, those have to be done. Right. They have to be dry. And with oil paint, that takes a while. Right. They have to be photographed well. Right. And then, and then I have to submit the applications and, and all this stuff. Um, without a plan, you just can't get to those final destinations. Yeah. yeah. You don't know. One, you're not motivated a lot of the times because you're like, oh, I have all the time in the world. I can put this off because things right. get in the way. Right. Um, but if you, if you have a deadline and you know, I can't put this off, like this has to be done by then, or I'm not going to be able to do this thing I really want to do. And, yeah. um, so it's, it's important. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think, um, the one thing now, of course, this being our first year in coaching a, 
um, in this specific coaching, coaching program with Laura, but also even in business. So a lot of the things we're doing are the first time doing it. Yes. Right. And so we did an annual plan, right? A yearly plan that we planned kind of some big things throughout the year. Um, now, when we did that back in February, um, we didn't know a lot of the things that are happening right now and yeah. over the next three months. We, we, we specified, we, we kind of had a little bit of an idea of some of them. We knew we wanted to do some art markets and we knew there would right. be p- opportunities um, towards the end of the year for the holiday art right. fairs, but we didn't know which ones they were. Right. Like we couldn't plan specific dates and we didn't, um, we just knew we would like to do three. Like yeah, ideally, that was kind of a goal. Um, that was what we were shooting for. And uh, stuff. We, we've actually changed our mind a little bit on that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, at the time, uh, in February, that's what we were planning for yes. was, was three art markets, uh, during the holiday season. Right. Time frame. Right. And so I think using that annual plan, uh, the annual, uh, planning session yeah. to lay out some things that's going to get easier and easier as we have more time in our business. And as we continue planning, because we can refer back to those previous annual plans. And well, the things we've done. Well, and we'll know what worked and what didn't work, what we enjoyed. Yeah. Um, one of the things we actually would like to do is not sell at markets. Like, that's not my favorite thing. <laughs> that, that's definitely one of Rebecca's things not to do. I actually enjoy markets. So, we'll see. So. Um, I, I don't want that to be our primary source of income necessarily so we're looking into what are some other ways that we can do um have sustainable income right uh and not necessarily be required yeah um to do it fully through markets right yeah yeah Um, if we were doing markets full-time i would not enjoy it like i do but i enjoy the people i love and i think that comes from my background in retail sales and customer service just being in front of people and I think that's part of my background and I've, I've really enjoyed that. And I, so I enjoy being in front of people, especially with art yeah. and talking to them and seeing their response, even if they're not having a conversation with you, see how they look at your items or don't pick it up or pick it up. Right. Um, just, just helping that, um, I guess, letting that uh, help inform my production. Right. Um, yeah. What you, you'd see what people like, what people don't like, or maybe what they're, uh, questioning, like they're not quite sure about this. Right. Um, yeah. So, but also having the conversations with them as well. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, this session is not talking about that. It's really about planning and the importance of planning. But then, you know, then breaking that annual plan down in every quarter, you know, the last Monday of every month, uh, I'm sorry, of every quarter, doing the quarterly plan for the next one. Now, in this case, like we did this in June, we also looked at the fourth quarter right? because we had to work backwards knowing that a lot of our production has to be done um, by mid to late October for the things we have coming up in November. Yeah. And if we waited until late September, which is the last Monday in the third quarter, we would not be able to produce those things. No, we wouldn't. And that was, it seems so, so simple, right? And right. so easy, but it was, it, it felt like a revelation moment. At the time, like, how would I never have thought about this in the past? Right. We would have been focused on just those three months. Right. Um, Right. And And then we would have got to uh, September. We'd be like, oh, my gosh, I should have been producing this stuff two months ago. Right. What have I done? (laughs) Let me just quit now. Right. And then tossing the towel. We can we can make it better next year. Right. We'll do better (laughs) next year. And we would have done the same thing potentially the following year. That's true. That's true. Still put it off and not. Uh, planned all the things. Yeah. 
No, I agree. Uh, well, any any final tips or thoughts? If you have maybe one thing, uh, I'm going to ask you because I'm not sure I do. That <laughs> <laughs> you would say, hey, if you're going to do one thing, do this as a as a maker, artist, writer, whatever. I just think you just have to be intentional. Um, that's kind of the whole point of the plan is you yeah. just have to be intentional and honest with yourself. Like, Hey, this is what I want to do. How long is this going to take me to do? Yeah. Um, and then don't talk yourself out of it. <laughs> hold yeah. yourself accountable. Yeah. Um, get a community around you that can hold you accountable. Right. Yeah. Um, if huge. you need to, and, and then do the thing, like, don't sell yourself short. I mean, even uh, 10 minutes every day or an hour a week can make a difference. Yeah, it really um, can. If you have a plan, if you, if you know um, where you're headed, yeah. you can make progress and really get... And, and then you can look back and look at all the things you've accomplished. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's amazing to me um, how far we've come in the last few years. Yeah, for um, sure. Well, and even in the last, we talk about all the time, even since we've been in coaching since February. Yeah. Uh, I guess March, whenever we started. The progress we've made even since coaching. I mean, coaching has been invaluable to us. And, right. and the company and where we're at now versus where we were at six months ago. Um, but yeah, like you said, even the last few years specifically, we get a little more intentional every year. But we've been very intentional the last year because a about this time last year is when you started your 10-week coaching program with Laura, yes. initial 10-week coaching program. And then February, March is when we started the actual year-long coaching program with her right. um, as a couple. And so, you know, I, I think for me, um, what I was thinking when you, when you were talking is that people say, well, I don't even have time to do what I want to do, let alone sit down and actually plan, right. take time to plan. And if we weren't in the coaching program, I'm not sure we would disagree with them. Um, but because of our experience now, we know we have to make time to do that. And so uh, I used to teach a, a class at church. And one of the things I would say is we all make time and resources available for the things we really want to do. Yeah. If we want Starbucks every day, then we find that extra $5 every day. Yeah. Right. Uh, if we have a favorite show that we want to watch. We Every find week, a way to we watch We find it. that hour a week to watch that show. Yeah. We, we build that into our schedule somehow. And so if we really want to make progress and planning is a big portion of that progress, then we've got to schedule a time to make that happen. Like you said, it doesn't have to be an hour and a half um, every week. Right. But if you, if you just go in with the intentional um, mindset of, I need to take a look at the next 12 weeks. What am I going to do over the next 12 weeks? Now, many of us will go in with, with the idea that I'm going to do this, this, and this every week. When we know realistically, because of our history <laughs> and the past, yeah. that we might be able to get one of those things done. Well, what would happen and how much more of a success would we feel like if we just planned one thing a week instead of three things a week that we know we're not going to have time to produce? Right. I mean, you've and got so, to start somewhere. Yeah, you gotta um, start somewhere. And as you make progress and see that growth and accomplishment, yeah. you're going to make more time for it. Right. Um, you're going to find more time and make it more of a priority. Yeah, but the problem is if you plan too much and try to fill your schedule up too much, then you 
start feeling more like a failure than you are a success, even if you're getting things done. And that's demotivating, especially right. if you don't have community to to tell you the truth. Right. And to repeat the truth to you versus like, I'm not a failure. I've got these six things done over the last six weeks that I would not have done otherwise had I not planned, even though there's 12 things on my list that I haven't done. Right. Possibly. Yeah. And so it's a it's a reframing of that of that mindset and of our understanding. Well, and that's another thing that um, I find to be helpful is looking back at what you actually have accomplished. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you think this was a terrible week, like I got <laughs> nothing done. But if you look back and 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 you really pay attention to what did I get done. Right. Um, and you can make a list. Uh, Laura calls it the ta-da list. Ta-da list, yeah. We, we yeah. got it done, so ta-da. Um, yeah. Well, I think a perfect example of that is the websites, right? You A couple of weeks ago, you really focused on making some progress on the websites. And yes, it felt like an accomplishment. But in the moment, in that week, it was like, I didn't do anything compared to what I'd done previous weeks because it took you so long and so much research and so much... Um, kind of tweaking of the website. And, yeah. But uh, it now, felt like very slow. Yeah. But now we progress. have a blog and yeah. um, we I made progress on my art getting it. Yeah. Well, um, and we're moving the podcast page over to our Prince Art Studio. It's really um, something that we're consolidating yeah. with Prince Art Studio and not a standalone kind of endeavor and creation. Yeah. So we've made some progress. And so um, you should go and check it out. At- yeah. <laughs> PrinceArtStudio.com. There you go. Exactly. So. Let's do a plug while we're here. Yeah. Um, we would we would love for you to check it out and let us know what you think. Yes. Yes. Um, and with that, I think it's time to wrap up this episode. And as Rebecca's saying, even about Prince Art Studio, we would love for you to, to follow us on Instagram. Uh, shoot us a direct message. Let us know what you're thinking about the episode. How do you plan for your quarter or your upcoming events? things that you want to do and get accomplished. Um, We're not saying ours is the right plan. We're just saying it's the plan we follow and it's been working for us. And so maybe you have some things that work well for you. So we'd love to hear about that and, uh, or even comment on our, on our feeds on social media, something like that. Join the discussion. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week on coffee time conversations. We appreciate you joining us every week and look forward to visiting with you again soon. Bye.